So here's the big question. How do mortgage brokers like us, who are in the trenches every single day, how do we consistently grow our business every year without working 60 hours a week? How do we get our skills and expertise out to the world and still have a life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I am Ryan Wiley, and welcome to the 12-Hour Broker Podcast. Good morning, 12-Hour Broker Podcast! Podcast! Got two of those in there. West Coast Wiley here. Maisie with me. Americano with me. Which this podcast is brought to you by Americano. Uh, okay. Yeah, I know. You're probably like, why Why do you have to do that? Can't you pause it? I probably could, but I'm driving. There's a hazard in doing that. So we just have to deal with it. Um, okay. What I want to chat about today. Um, so this is a trap that I think, I don't know, 90, 95% of us probably fall into. Um, I used to fall into, I don't anymore. Um, this trap is, you know, defining your success by your mortgage volume. Someone asks you, hey, how's the year going? Or if I go ask, and I do it all the time, how's, how's your year going? Like, are things good? What's good? Yeah, well, I'm at, I'm at 17 million now, and I'm projected to get 40 million, and blah, blah, and it's like, okay, well, that's really not what I meant. Maybe I should have been more specific in my question, because couple things happen here and that we've been wired the industry has wired us to talk this way it's like what's your volume what's your volume what's your volume and depending on how your volume is is kind of like what how successful you are in a lot of people's eyes right and so my problem with that is you tell me you're an 80 million dollar producer and you had an 80 million dollar year and this year you're on track for 120 honestly I, I don't know what that means. That does not impress me personally. Um, simply being, I don't know what it took for you to get there. I don't know how, I don't know what you net out. I play in a net world, not a gross world. And so I don't know if you have three staff that you drastically overpay and who are very inefficient and you have a huge marketing budget and you have a horrible accountant who doesn't know what he's doing. And you know, insert thing here. I don't know if you do 80 million and you net out $300,000. And I don't know if you work 70 hour weeks. I don't know if you are not healthy and you've packed on 30 pounds during COVID. I don't know if you're not around for your kids present with your relationships. I don't know if you're exercising, like just cause you do 80 million or whatever that number is, 120, 30, whatever. That's, you know, and it's just, that's the way we've been conditioned in this industry is to think that that's a mark of our success, how we measure our success. And I, I'd like you to look in the mirror and kind of go like, don't do that anymore because now all of a sudden, you know, we tell, I preach, you know, we don't they look at our compensation. We don't look at our the amount of money we, we make. We just say, if we wake up in the morning, we do the things the right way. We're smart about it. There's going to be money in the bank account. And I don't calculate commission on every deal. Again, it starts to get very transactional with clients. Um, and that's just not how I operate. And I need that to flow through with, hey, how's your year going? 
It's not, hey, we're on track for this or we've done this. It's, you know what? I'm happy, man. I'm, I'm doing the things I want to do in my business. And I have my lifestyle and I, I weave my business around it. Right? It doesn't overtake. So it would be nice if that was the measuring stick. And regardless of, and, and there's money in the bank account. So I'm winning. Right? I'm helping people. Money in the bank account. And I have good relationships at home. My, my wife, my kids, I'm present, I'm there, I'm happy, um, I'm not stressed out because that's root of all evil, you know, in many areas of your body, and so, in your mind, and there, that's kind of how I would answer that question, if you said, how'd your year go, and that's what I would say, so, it'd be nice if we could flip the script on that, and not have to puff your chest out, or be scared to say your number, because maybe it's not a big number, maybe you're in a smaller town, you do $105,000 mortgages and you saying 20 million, albeit that's a ton of mortgages, the volume isn't there. But in that instance, your cost of living is probably a lot lower as well. Um, so this was just in having a lot of conversations with a lot of agents and brokers that no, like it's a number driven game. And I'm here to say, I don't care what numbers you're doing. It's, I'm actually not impressed if you're doing 120 million. Because I know you're making sacrifices for that that I personally wouldn't make. Like, I know you are. Um, and so I don't think you're winning. I think you'd be happier doing $50 million. You'd be much more happy. Right? Money can only do so much. And it comes with a cost. Right? Unless you're dialed in as a CEO. And there's certain people I know that have figured this out. And they are dialed in. And they've got, you know, a general manager. And they've got an operations manager. And they've got... So, They've got a bunch of layers of all the employees that have to get to them. That sounds not enticing to me, but the ones who have went that route and have figured it out, they've got it. And so my mentality is this. Figure out your, figure out your schedule, your, your family schedule, schedule with your spouse, significant other, your exercise schedule. Map out what you want to do in the week, right? So if you want to be... You know, for me personally, I'm there every morning when the kids wake up, right? There every morning the kids wake up, take Maisie out for a run. I'll do a podcast, coffee, um, and then I'm there cooking every meal at nighttime. And, you know, we do food prep. Um, and we got block out time for the gym and exercise and hikes and, you know, date nights and, stuff during the day, stuff needs to get done around the house, we block out time. So you build out what you want your week to look like, right? Do it every week by week, build it out, and then you weave your mortgage business around it. And so just, you don't have to work nine to five. That's the beauty of what we do. Like that, if you're working nine to five, like good for you, but I'm saying it can even be better than that. Good for you if you're not working evenings or weekends, but it can even be better than just nine to five. You could be working 10 to 12, um, 3 to 5, and 7 to 9 at night, right? You can work your schedule around, and you get to control this by how you block off your calendar and who has access to booking calls with you, and that's all of our calls come scheduled into a calendar. So we can block out time now just make so we're not available for those times in our calendar, and we don't pick up the phone when people call. You have to book a call through the calendar. So we control our day that way and control our time and we're, we get to react when we want to react. We're not always just waiting and like being reactive. We're being proactive with managing our time. 
And so I encourage you to look at your week and go, okay, like I want to go to the gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I want to set enough time so when I come home, I can eat healthy, make a smoothie. I don't want to feel rushed. Like no one likes feeling rushed like that. And, and like you can set your own schedule and weave your business around it. And now the cool part of that is um, someone asks, hey, how was your year last year? Assuming you had done this. It's great. Like I, I accomplished everything I wanted to accomplish. I had some time for myself. I was always around my family. It was, you know, eating healthy, exercising, got money in the bank, we're helping clients. I'm like, yeah, it was a great year. Like no mention is, did you do 10 million or you do a hundred million? Cause it doesn't matter at that point. Right. Cause if you were to put a chart up there and you put producers who are doing X and, and, you know, there'll be some graph here and you take out like true happiness and healthiness and you draw a line and you correlate it to the amount of volume the traditional brokers doing with happiness and healthiness. I assure you the average broker and agent, if the happiness and healthiness is going down as the volume goes up, right? There's probably a, a perfect, maybe not perfect, but there's probably a, a number of volume you could do where you're kind of optimizing everything. And so my take on it, I think you can do, speaking from personal experiences, I think you can do um, 60 to 80 deals a year, working 20 hours a week. And even if you're not efficient, let's say 25 hours a week, 30 hours a week, um, with very little help from someone, um, could be maybe an assistant part-time that's helping with just paperwork stuff. And I think you could, you know, bank two to $400,000 a year because you have very little expenses um, and working 25, 30 hours a week with clients you want to work with and be happy in other areas. I think that's like a really good balance because the average broker does, what, seven and a half million a year? I don't know what the number is. It's somewhere in that range, but it's always changing depending what report you're reading. But so I'm actually talking about like you upping your game there. I don't think there's a ton of brokers who are super, super happy at seven and a half because that's not why we got in the business was to you know make 75 grand. They got in the business to make 200 grand and work hours they want to work. And so please, I'm just encouraging you to look at your own happiness, your healthiness, and don't stop being defined by your volumes because you might think you're impressing someone, but I don't really, you know, me personally, I don't know. I'm not impressed, right? I don't know the sacrifices you made. I don't know if your marriage is in shambles because you work too much, right? I don't know if you're short with your kids because you're always thinking about COF dates and how stressful things are and you got some closings coming up. Like that doesn't sound impressive to me, right? So I just wanted to put that out there because I don't think anyone really talks about that. It's all about, hey, volume, volume, volume. Hey, here's an award. You got to a volume. Well, yeah, but, and and some people have, that's their goal, right? I think it's short-sighted to have your goal. Hey, I'm going to do 50 million. I don't think that's a good way to look at it. Um, I'd rather be, hey, I'm going to live the life I want to live and also build a business that works around my life. And if I do that and I so happen to get to 50 million, I've won. But if I just got to 50 million and I had to sacrifice everything, because the next year, it's not like it just keeps going. The next year, it's like, okay, now I want to do 50 again or maybe 60. And like, you're on the hamster wheel now. 
and you just keep going. Right? So you could still be on the hamster wheel if you want, but just change the way you think about it. So if you're accomplishing the exercise, the relationships, and having fun in life and get 50 million, that's what you should be striving for. It shouldn't just be, uh, however I get to 50 million, I get there and I won. Because it's not a win, I'm telling you. You're, you're sacrificing things. But you probably shouldn't be. Right? You're only here once. So uh, make sure you're, being pr you're present in other areas of your life, including taking care of yourself. So there you go. I wanted to share that with you. That was a deeper podcast, but it just, it just kind of bugs me when people think, like I said, I talk to a bunch of smokers and I think some people just try to impress me with numbers. Um, and I've had this conversation with a lot of people, right? And when you actually you break it down, you're like, oh yeah, no, you're totally right. That doesn't make any sense. And so I'm just telling you, don't be defined by your volume, please don't be, um, just be defined by, you know, how you're living your life. Okay. That's more what people remember you for. No one's going to remember you because you did $50 million a year, $80 million a year. That's like, just, it's not. And the people who that impresses probably aren't the people that you want in your circle. Okay. So there you go, kids. Five texts a day. I hope that sheds some insight for you. Um, and it's okay. Like, it's okay if you don't get to 40 million. It's okay if you do 20 million. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> clear my throat there. If you do 20 million, but you're happy and you're progressing in all the other areas of your life, the business is always, you can always go get business. If you need money for something, like you want to get in that next home or someone's sick or you, you got to send your kids to school or something, you can go and hustle and make your money, but don't make that what defines you, right? And if, if that is what's going to define you, you better sure as shit, make sure everyone around you knows Everyone that's close to you knows what's going on. So you're not on a different path from your spouse and your kids. It's like, hey, guys, I'm going to go make this amount of money this year. I'm just letting you know I'm not going to be around. I'm not going to be at your soccer game on time. I'm not going to be at the dinner table. I'm probably going to be a little more stressed out. I might put on 20 pounds. I'm not going to be super awesome to be around. I might have some more beers than normal. Whatever it is, put it out there. And make sure that everyone's with you on that journey because the money you're going to go make is going to help in some area. Because if you just go on that journey yourself, that's not fair. It's not cool to everyone else, right? That looks up to you, that needs you, that needs you there emotionally, just physically, just they need your help, your guidance, whatever. Friendships, like you're going to sacrifice friendships so you can do an extra 100000 in business. And if that's okay, then just let the people know. So they're like, oh, I haven't heard from you in a while. I'd rather be like, hey, man, I'm just letting you know, I'm kind of going into like a cocoon here because I need to make some cash for whatever reason. And so you might not hear from me as much. And with the spouse, hey, you think you can pick up, these are my things I usually do, you do these things. You think pick up the slack a little more because as we said, we wanted to do our backyard renovations and we need, an, we need 100,000. I can go make that in three, four months, but I just want to let you know, like, I'm, you're not going to see me as much. I need you to pick up some slack and let the kids know, Hey, I won't be at both soccer games. I'll be at one. And Hey, guys, going to be in his office more than usual. I'm just like, that's how you need to set that up. Okay. Cause if you're not, unfortunately, it's just not going to work. Right? It's not, and it's not fair. It's not what people signed up for. It's not what your kids signed up for. 
and it's not what your spouse signed up for unless you guys talked about it. Okay. So just some insight there I wanted to share. Okay. I hope that helps kids. Um, five texts a day. Peace out. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.